Hey everybody! Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. We are a real play battleship podcast. We focus on character-driven storytelling. It's uh, It's been three weeks, I feel awkward again. We're gonna get right into it, as we've been trying to do. Today, my intelligent, knowledgeable character will be played by Ryan Santos. Sploosh. Hello. Sploosh. Yeah, because Battleship. I was going to say, you, you described none of us in that intro. Yeah, I'm Ryan. Mm-hmm. I play number nine, and we are just ready to get out of this cave. God, I hate a cave. Yeah, he's the, he's the artificer. He's the archetype of the knowledgeable character who's supposed to get you guys out of binds. Supposedly. Uh, so, so along those lines, we're also going to play the, uh, the scouty character who makes sure you guys don't get into trouble, the one who's supposed to scout ahead and look into things. That's going to be... Jeffrey Lisk. Yeah. Uh, I, I 100%, I 100% did plan to do that. Mm. There were, there were some roadblocks. I don't, fall. you don't need to defend yourself. Uh, not roadblocks, robots. No, but nobody said but you didn't. do it why again. Are you, why are you worried? And we're not playing gonna, in the space, gonna, remember? Just, just tell us who you are, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jeff, aka Rayisk, aka C3P4, Seth. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. All right. And last but not least, uh, the tanky dum-dum who has nothing important to say and has the party's back because he's some sort of like Broheim, our barbarian, Mitch. I'm a druid. Oh, sorry. I will get that correct eventually. I just have to It's okay. To he rage. doesn't get it correct either. <laughs> I play Adairu. <laughs> and uh, I am... Sorry. Did I say Adairu? I mean Halor. I mm. play Halor. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah we're not making name. this complicated for the listeners at all, the fact that everyone no. has multiple names. But uh, I play a shifter barbarian who thinks he's a druid. And we are playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, role-playing, storytelling, narrative. Math Last rocks. time, math, math, math clicky rocks. Uh, that's what we do. We're going to get right into it. Welcome to our show. Time for episode four of Black Powder. Blam. You guys didn't do it. No. It's like I expect things and you don't know. <laughs> I wasn't ready. No. I'm sorry. I was unprepared. The, the one time that you want to do it is when we're not going to do it. Okay. Backpack. God damn it. Because everyone you've bumped into up to this point is rocking a hat. Everyone? Yes, everyone's rocking a hat. What, 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 what's going on? Why are you continuing? More enemies. And I point. If it rains, then the people following us will probably lose the trail. So, should we go back? I'm going to go make sure that you have backup. Please push forward and save the people in this cave. Okay. Of course, we are lowly fighters. There's no reason for you to be here, yes? It, this seems to be a butcher room. This is where they bring food, eat it, cut off honks. They just leave the corpses here. This is where things are. Of note, though, no fresh humans or villagers are in this room. Got it. They have yet to be butchered. And you hear muffled whispers that they definitely know where nine is and that nine is on their way point one is going to roll up on a knoll and just shove the fire on the knoll uh you watch reyes get stabbed twice and he goes down i sloppily pull out like a little paper container i just kind of jam it up against my face (sighs) okay point one i want you to scout forward to look for more knolls okay okay excuse me while i roll some checks what do you mean there's no way to communicate? It doesn't. It has to come back. Yeah. Since and, when? And, uh, and hey guys, it doesn't come back. 
your little buddy didn't come back. Which one? Your, I don't remember. Do you? <laughs> you should keep track of them. They're your children. Ah, oh, fine. Sorry, audience, where we might have to retcon because we don't remember which one we sent where. So, pretty yeah. sure I think that it was point one. Oh my God, Ryan's playing a robot, a robot, and they are his robots. Damn it. Could let us sit there and that. I was expecting like a row bitches joke, but like I'm trying okay. to do better. <laughs> don't try so hard. Well. You, you do better when trying. you're not focused. Fucking <laughs> no, get at it, bro. Come on, pitter patter, figure it out. One of the things that I wanted you guys to get a chance to do one loot. I didn't really let you loot. You could have looted these guys. We'll go ahead and resolve that immediately. Get it out of the way. Uh, I'm going to cut it so that you listeners don't have to worry about that shit, but I'm going to hand out some some basic loot. I 10 out of 10 would have looted. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why you I'm going to handle it. 10 out of 10 would have laid there. I mean, yes, <laughs> but if given enough time, I'm going to try to steal their coin. Go ahead and everybody roll me an investigate check and I'll hand you loot accordingly. Oh, damn it. Oh, this is something I'm good at. Same. That's an 18. Mm -hmm. 12 plus 6. I'm good In at your it, defense, you were asleep for the last hour. <laughs> Five. Mitch? Six. Oh, I got a zero. What? Oh, he got a negative in investigation. Huh? He has negative intelligence? I rolled a one and add my negative one. So, Mitch, sadly, I you still get stuff, but I'm basically doing it like you get the least. Yeah, imagine that. It's because I'm a druid, isn't it? Uh, you find one Jasper. It's a 50 gold piece gemstone. Jeff, you find 100 gold pieces. Hell yeah. You find 100 gold pieces in a purse that just fell underneath you. Because uh, <laughs> you're luckier than he is, and then Ryan, uh, you find uh, you, you find copper, but like a lot of it. You find three thousand three hundred copper pieces. Oh shit! All these guys are looking at copper like it doesn't matter, but you, being a robot, you're gonna turn that into so much wire. Yeah, so much wire. I feel like I really gave you a hell of a prize, considering who you are. I don't need to steal any catalytic converters this week. Nope. Stay away from my mom's <laughs> truck, you bastard. As you guys are rifling through the Knoll's pockets, and you're kind of getting yourselves back together, uh, I'll go ahead, and I realize that I haven't really described Knoll's uh, in any concrete way, and there are people who might be listening to the show who aren't really into Dungeons & Dragons, don't understand Knoll's. I have a, a question. Are we are we factoring in coin weight into encumbrance Absolutely this not. Game? Not with coin weight. <laughs> I may talk about encumbrance later, but we are not going to talk about coin weight. Oh, Fantastic. Okay, cool. I wanted to play fucking Skyrim. I would. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I'm going to describe gnolls real quick for people who don't know what they look like. Gnolls are humanoid in shape. They have two arms, two legs, but beyond that, they have the heads of some strange hyena or jackal. Their hair would be fluffy if it weren't for the fact that every gnoll you've seen is usually covered in grease and old gore that they never wish to clean. They range shades of brown and they have backwards bent hind legs like a dog. They have vicious claws on their digited hands. These gnolls, in particular, are dressed in hides and carry crude weaponry. Now that you see them in the light. They're chupacabras. Yes. You, no? may, you ne may now refer to them as chupas as much as you want, because a chupa, I could probably mark it, whereas I don't think I can mark it in gnoll. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. He's got his producer hat on hard today. Oh, it's on. Let's do this. Feeling passionate about our <laughs> our story, our our, our show, and our ability to make money. So, <laughs> you guys finish looting. You guys have sort of an awkward, quiet 
moment where you look around, figure out where you're at. Nine, you're, you realize after you guys wait that point one does not come back. Rayesk, you only have one hit point. You didn't get a rest. Yeah. And Adaru, you think you've walked into a cave full of enemies with people who might get you killed. <laughs> I believe is the take, correct? They may, I, mm, yeah. Sure. These people I don't want to put words yeah. in your mouth. Correct me. Co yeah. This is my setup yeah. for you guys. You guys can correct my thoughts uh -huh. on where you guys are at. But what are you guys, where, where are you guys right now? What are you guys doing? Um, I think that I got up from the drugs mm -hmm. and then I, I kind of like breathed heavy, got through that sort of moment of somewhat panic, skin flashing, different colors, different textures. Just, I probably like, you know, in an attempt to make it all feel worth it, started grab, like going through pockets. Sure. And then seeing, seeing what Reisk is doing, I'm just going to start doing that too. Now that, uh, Seth is up. Adairo is gonna is gonna move over, move in to check on him. Are you okay, Finn? You're you're well enough. You're not dead. You're good. Not dead. And uh, I look up at you through my brow, like I'm probably going through pockets when you come through at this stage. No, Adairo had continued to stay very well away from Nine, but now, now that he, now that another living creature that matters is alive, he, he's going to address that. And uh, you, the hell was that? Huh? The hell was that? You just go running into engagement. You just toss everything up. Yeah. Why? We, did you not see that he was trying to stealth? He was I hiding. Was he to was him. By who? Fall? Is Fall here? No. Does Fall know the situation? Kinda. No, he does not. He left. He's not here. He said to follow Seth, so I did. And you did not think about the situation? You did not think about what was going on? I can do that? I don't know. Can you? I wasn't told to. Uh, I look up at you, and having, like, been been observing you and everybody while we were moving, Seth goes, You can, can think for yourself. I suppose I can, but I do need to do the things that I'm told to do. If the maker says to do a thing, I gotta do it. The maker says you should think for yourself, except when instructed to do otherwise, by him or me. Okay. Uh, Reyes glances over at you after abusing that <laughs> and goes, Process your surroundings. Use your abilities as he points at his head i i point at my chest and i say i'll try this means nothing to reyes he has no understanding of where the things are yeah neither, neither does, stuff isn't there neither does I mean, actually actually maybe reyes does do i know anything about i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna nip it in the bud so we don't waste time here as she says that to you she points at her chest and the lights around her like are that are on her form glow a little brighter, giving you the little bit of information you need. I look at you, and I nod. Then, after I've, like, collected the coin that I can collect, I go to the back wall of the cave, and I stick my one of my forearms up against it with the suckers on it, and, like, lean against the wall, sucked suction cup to it with my arm, like, still very hurt. And high. Yes. Yes. <laughs> This, you really, you, like, when, when he looks you in the eye, Nine, you actually see how dilated his pupils are in this conversation and, like, how much 
It took him a little bit of effort just to focus to talk to you for here for a second. Okay. Is it the blood loss or the drugs? Good question. It's hard to tell about the, the dilation of the eyes because it's those W pupils. How long has it been, Jay? Not long. Um, you, you, it's been an hour since your fight. And How long ago it's did I been, send my boys? Uh, that's a little my bit lads, muddy. Essentially, my, my you didn't send them till after Reyes woke up, I believe. So it's been the basically since the moment we started, he's been away. Yeah, so it's been it's been like let's say ten minutes. Creature, what is uh, what has happened to your small things, your familiars? Well, one of them went to the cave mouth to go wait for foe and to direct him to us when he comes with re- uh, reinforcements. But you sent one to scout, yes? Yes. What does it see? I don't know. I'm right here. Should it be back? Probably. I don't know how big the cave is. Uh, Reyes leaning up against the wall. So, like, I'm really hurt. Yeah. But I did do the drugs. But, like, I've done the drugs and it's balanced me out to just look rough. Yeah. So as opposed to be looking like I'm on death's door... Like I am. Yeah, no, painkiller. I just look like, I just look like, oh. Drugs yeah. are a hell of a drug. Yeah, you're a little, yeah. you're a little groggy, but your your pain is dulled. You, you're fine. Like, you, you can you can function. It's not yeah, great. It was groggy like the last episode. Seth, do yeah, you, whatever. Do you think you can continue? I would not advise it, knowing the state he was just in. I am uncertain. Maybe you should go... With point one and away for foe, and we'll try to continue? I don't have faith in your ability to move quietly. You are large and loud, untrained in these things. I think you take C3, that Seth, Seth, you take this one to the front. You wait for foe there. I will go forward, scout ahead, look for your small familiar, bring back news and probably its body. Do you want us to just stay here? It might be faster for you to come back than through the whole cave. It might be, but if I come back in danger, we will need to leave cave immediately. It's best okay. be near entrance. Okay. Especially um, with the state they are in. Okay. I look around at the bodies on the ground, and having gone down, I look up and go, It seems reckless to go alone. It is reckless to go alone, but it is foolish to go with loud one or dead one. Uh, I nod. <laughs> shit days call for shit plans, boys. <laughs> so, what do you do? Do you need a hand? Uh, Seth's gonna look at you. I'm gonna look at you, like, almost quizzically for a second. And then, You're hurt. Uh, you look like you need help. I can help. Um, I'm gonna nod. Uh, Okay. I'm gonna pick him up. I'm gonna scope him. I'm gonna Oof. go ahead and 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 ask. I feel like it's important. When was the last time Risk had someone help him? <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. Maybe never. Been a while. Like, act, like help him. It's it's so actually, it was most likely Darbin that helped him last uh-huh. in any situation. Now it's back to back a hobgoblin and a robot in three seconds. But it feels like Darbin would have done it. Or it would have felt like Darbin did whatever help he would have done in pursuit of his job. Yeah. So out of pure altruism, Been a while. since he was a boy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, to make it to make it not like super embarrassing, I'm just gonna like take a knee and let him crawl up on my back. 
That's less or I'm more tell embarrassing. You that. <laughs> I mean, it's better than me scooping him and cradle him like I'm a baby. Say, I'm sure Nine has no idea. Yeah, you're going to take a knee, and Rayusk is not going to... F- I'm not going to understand that. I'm going to maybe throw an arm over your shoulder, because this is what I've seen. Yeah, he he can throw he can throw the arm over the shoulder, and then as soon as he does, I'm gonna pick him up with a full sixteen plus two, and fucking go. Sure. Truth be told, you're probably not gonna be side by side walking through this tunnel anyway, so it makes sense. Uh, Everyone you guys in this do situation that, is confused. And I'm moving it past because we're spending a lot yeah. of time describing exactly how this is done. As number nine picks me up, you have a up close and personal view of the yellow S shapes that move across my body. Oh, he's blushing. As we as we're going as we start going through down this tunnel, I guess I'm gonna say, how how come your skin does that? It's how my people communicate. What does it mean? Everything. What does this one mean? I look at my skin and go, I am confused by your act. I like to help people, and it like. It flutters different colors under the eight, the S shapes. It waves like a bunch of different colors. Wow, it's real cool. And surprised by your effort. Well, we're working together, so I'm helping you. You needed help. Let's go. Thank you. You're welcome. As they shuffle down the corridor, Adara. Fourteen to stealth. Fourteen to stealth. Adara, pull it up, my bullshit. As you travel to the west. You find that the stream moves swiftly, but the stream is only, well, it was half a foot deep. Now with the rain pouring in, you quickly find that it is a very strong current. It's hitting you like up in the upper thigh. You have to actually use your strength to make sure that you don't get swept downstream. Uh, it's, you're a big strong boy. Don't you dare roll the fucking dice. I see you looking at him. Stop it, Mitch. Don't. No, I gotta, ruin I, everything. I gotta, I gotta roll though. No, you don't. I, gotta... I didn't tell you to roll. No, Failed, Jay, I, I gotta. You said you said it pushes against my strength. I gotta. I gotta roll. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're gonna get in trouble. You want the twenty-one or not? Yeah, I do. Twenty-one's great. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> anyway, you know, honestly, it pissed on my joke charcoal. I was hoping for a solid six. So, with a fourteen stealth, you just crossing this stream. You're going about through thirty feet of basically underwater river, and then you see a branch to the right. Otherwise, the river continues down into the darkness. Which way do you go? You break out of the river? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll go that route. Uh, as you move around, you start to see light flickering in the cave in the direction that you're heading. If you keep heading west and carry forward, you have a 14th stealth. You're very cautious. Uh, you see a strange sight. As you come to the edge of the darkness, you find a large cave... Along the outside edge are four crudely constructed wooden cages. The first three containing what appears to be a human family, mother, father, and son. The father lies still in his cage. The fourth cage, strangely, is inhabited by a large knoll, who sits broodingly against the far edge of the cave, trapped inside his wooden prison. Within the room, you also make out a skinny, aged female knoll. Her muzzle hangs in saggy jowls, and she pets a large hyena. On either side stand the skeletons of two gnolls, perfectly still, making no sounds. When the Redborn comes, they will kill you. You are angering them. We know we must honor Kava's deal, says the large one in the cage. The old ways are back. I have regained my powers, you runt. 
The old ways have returned to us. The stone below will make us strong enough to push back. Kava and the Reds will destroy you. Let me free and I will consider not eating your liver while you watch. And then they both laugh. <laughs> At each other. Sexy. Mm-hmm. I quietly watch. Uh, I'm going to look around, though, a little bit. Like, I'm looking to see if I can see the glint of point one or point two or point whatever. Point abomination. Uh, I'm trying to check. see if I could see anything, you know, that indicated that along the path here or in this yeah. room. Let's go ahead and give me a, a, a perception check to spot, like, a, a, a specific detail. Is it a four? Not 20. Oh, shit. Um, you see in her hand, she is holding a fist-sized diamond. I don't know if you know what that means. I don't think I know what that means. Uh, let, let's give it a little bit more flavor, because you get a nat fucking 20. Um, I, I think now, actually, would be a really good time to discuss aesthetically what happens when one of them is destroyed. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I think that not only do you see that she's holding a diamond, but directly underneath her, like, on her left side, on the opposite side of this hyena that she's petting, you see a pile of what, it, what a, kind of amounts to what looks like crudely constructed parts. But as you watch them, you see that they're kind of dissolving or rusting, like corroding. Whatever magic held the thing together is falling apart. So it's a big lady, two undead gnolls, and a hyena. There's, yeah, there's a, a big gnoll in a cage, gnoll lady, two gnoll skeletons, and one hyena. Uh, you rolled a nat 20 perception. The hyena looks very large and swollen in its belly. Okay. You think it's pregnant. Um, what does my egress look like? How far away are these these people from me? You said it's a, a large cave, but... Hey, you know what? I think it's time to pull up Albert Rodeo. Hey, uh, listeners, new program just dropped. I don't know if it's just dropped. It might be been there a while, but we found it. I'm going to support it because... Albert.rodeo is really great. It's a very simple map program. You can upload tokens and maps, and anybody can touch anything or whatever, which is, you know, whatever. But uh, if you don't like how stressful Roll20 can be, use this, Albert.rodeo. Take a look. Mitch, this... Uh, so in the center of the room, you see the the female gnoll. Next okay. to her, you see the hyena. And on either side of her, further away, you see the skeletons. In the back corner is the large gnoll in a cage. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a minute and see if they do anything else interesting because I'm not I'm not liking the the spread currently. Mitch, uh, what you've just asked me is to keep riffing and talking to myself, so I'm not gonna do that. Uh, as you watch, you watch them talk trash back and forth. Yeah. She turns to one of the skeletons to her side, which has been stock still, and she whispers something in a language that you do not understand. Okay. And you see that it shakes. It rattles, and then it, and it turns wow. and starts to move. Actually, go ahead and give me a perception check to see if you heard something that she said. Hey, well, I was, man, I was I just, that reference. Can't I just ride that nat 20 forever? No. I know. I just want to. 14. That's enough. You you do hear her, her say something in, in, in another language that you don't understand that sounds coarse and ugly to your ears, something that, like, it hurts to hear it. And then you hear her say, Go look in on our guests. And then it shakes and it rattles and it turns and it starts heading toward you okay um she said something about um whatever's so i'm assuming that she means us uh, i'm going to just slowly move my way back to the water and try to be ahead of this thing and submerge myself as much as possible a little bit downstream oh okay 
My, okay. my plan is to cover my scent and my visual representation of myself as much as possible and hope that my flip a coin guess on which direction it's going is the right direction. I'm going to say go ahead and give me a strength check to fight the current in a, in a location that's a little dangerous. We're not going to do stealth because this isn't about stealth. This is about you've, you've gone to a location that's like no one that should sucks. be able to be. That's going to be a 16. Yep. All right. So as you do that, you, you, you back step in down the little... Pull a little, six. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you find like a nice grip on the rock wall next to you, and as the water rushes across you and, and hits you, you wait and you watch with your eyes barely glimpsing above the babbling water as this skeletal null comes through, casually steps down through the water, and just fights the current up. Uh, what do you do after he passes you? I don't know what exactly magic do, but I'm going to hope that Nine and Reyes figure that shit out later. Um... I'm going to make my way back towards the brood mother and and You're going to hope we figure out magic? Yeah, I'm going to hope the I hope you guys can handle the no, undead thing. Not not all of magic, just necromancy. You can figure that yeah. one out in a weekend. Cool. I figure 9 can yeah, beat no up doubt. a skeleton. It's probably not that big a deal, right? I, I don't know. Worst we'll case see. scenario we'll they find die. Out. And can you let me know when I've qualified for having taken a short rest. We'll do. So just Sure we'll do. Yeah. Whenever you. Yeah, sure we'll do. Uh, you're about halfway through it with all the talk and stuff. Uh, I think you'll be done with a short rest right after you go through the notifications on your phone. Welcome to Yoonphone. Hey, tavern goers. This advertisement is from us here at Torchlit Tavern. Thank you for listening to Torchlit Tavern. It means so much to us that you download it, but we need your help. We aren't a big podcast. We don't have a network. We aren't celebrities of any sort. The only following we have is you. So if you want to see us grow, please take a moment to rate and review us. Click the follow button. Either, or, and if you can take the time. Apple Podcast Reviews is still one of the most helpful, but anywhere you can give us five stars is another step forward for us. These things are better than money when it comes to our show growth at this stage. And if you want this show to keep going, these are perfect ways to show your love. Anyway, I apologize for interrupting the tale today, and I see Kendra is bringing you more drinks, so I'll move on. Thanks again for enjoying the show. Adaru. Yes. You come back out of the water, you come back to that cave, what do you do? Uh, I, give, me a, give me a quick survey, what's going on? Is anything Nothing changed? Nothing new. Now she just seems to be waiting for her little servant to come back. You, you do see that as you step out, she starts to kind of take care of the hyena. That's about it. Roll me a nature check. I think I do that. You should do that. Yeah, we'll see. Fucking nope. druid, huh? I don't do that. Roll it anyway. 13. You you don't know a lot about gnolls, but you have heard that they don't birth naturally. That something involving hyenas is the only way they procreate. Okay. Uh, as far as you know, gnolls have been on the decline in the recent decades uh, because of this very weird uh, birthing process, but that's all you know about it. All right. Um, I am going to make You also myself... know that gnolls are barely natural, which explains why you'd know nothing about them. Yeah, they're, they're not great. They're not what you would call ideal. Yeah, gnolls no, no, uh, have a complicated history, let's say. I, I'm going to just call out from where I am. Not particularly loudly, but loud enough to make myself known. Which ones are the red ones you rebel against? She wheels around and squints her eyes toward you in the darkness. That, 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 
the uh, the uh, who's there? Either a friend or an enemy, depending on what you mean. Hmm. The red ones, the devil spawn, the ones who fight and keep us down and use us. Who are you? What skin do you bear? I bear two skins. And uh, I'm going to step out now. Just okay. just enough to be visible. I've presented myself, but cautiously. So yeah, you're, you you step out into sort of this very dim light. It's barely a candle that they're using for light in this room. Uh, it looks like some sort of dim fire that's almost out. I dwell like the cuckoo in the nest of the army. To unravel it. To destroy it. I have been sent here to destroy you. But if it is your goal to unravel them, then we are friend. What do you mean by 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 unravel the army? We are fine. We are gnolls. We do not need help. Well, no. But you do not need to die either. If you are in alignment with my objectives, we are friend. I seek to undo the blight that is this civilization, they call it. From the darkness in the back corner, the gruff voice responds. We are being helped by the Red Ones. Do not help her. It will only end in every one of you dying. You can't fight the primacy. Kava has given us a deal. It is the only way for Knowles to move forward. But you see, I am fighting the primacy from within. Why? Don't listen to the mongrel. He's not important. He's not in charge. Not anymore. We've already killed all the dissenters. The ones that you finished off were the last ones holding up in the other cave. My cultists are down below. Getting, getting, getting the, getting the, 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 the connection to our, to our, to our God to be stronger. We, we, we are gaining in power every day. We can take the Reds. And she nods her head. Go ahead and give me an insight check. Ooh, that was almost a one. <laughs> I'm in danger. Uh-oh. My dice are threatening me. That's gonna be a ten. A ten. It's not great. Uh, you do. You don't get the feeling that she's like lying to you. Uh, she actually seems very excited by what you've said, but she also, she just doesn't. She's not too bright. What you knowing what you know, you get the feeling that she doesn't know what she's up against. Not really. The army marches on your hole as we speak. They will be here soon. Whatever you think may transpire between us will not matter once they arrive. You are in a hole, and they will flush you out as we flushed out the others. If you take the time now to leave, perhaps your endeavors will persist. Maybe I take that one head. Maybe I say my job is done. Maybe they stop looking. I offer you an exchange. I give you what you want in exchange for you getting what you want and me getting what I want. What, what do you want? I will, I will take that one's head. I will say that we have dealt with the unfortunate gnolls in this game. We can't, we can't just, we have to save the cave. The cave has the, has the effigy. The, ca the cave has the holy stone. <laughs> and if we give them no reason to come into cave, they should leave you be. Roll persuasion. God damn it. God damn it. Phone. And then hold on to that, and then hold on to that number. Uh, back at the cave mouth, uh, you find point one, and, uh, I will go ahead and say that you're coming up on the end of a short rest. It's good enough for me. Reyes, go ahead and roll some dice to get your health back. It's been about 20 minutes, uh, even though that might be a little bit uh, generous, but we'll, we'll go ahead and move forward. Fuck, fuck short rests being a concrete hard time. I don't care for it. And you guys are at the cave mouth with point one, and it's been... Base you guys have been in this cave for two to three hours. 
Um, it only took you a couple hours of travel, all said and done, to find the cave in the first place. Okay. You guys feel like maybe the army should be here soon. I went. You haven't seen Fowl or anyone yet? No. You know what? Okay. What, uh, you think we should just wait here? Riz? Um, I'm going to look around a little bit, like look out the, the cave entrance, look back, and say, I, <coughs> I think likely Halor is in danger. But he asked for it. Why do you say that? Because if there were more, he likely won't survive that encounter. You don't think he would come back if there were too many? Running away is not always easy. He seems stubborn, may not, but... Is this what he wished for? So we wait. What's your passive perception checks? 13. 13. No, perception 11. Okay. So, uh, if you guys wait, another 15 minutes goes by. You definitely complete your short rest, Rance. Go ahead and get any hit points back that you need. Roll your dice, however you want to do that. Do whatever you got to do. Click the little button, the happy button. Done and done. Rask, you start to hear just around the bend in the cave. You guys are in like the main entrance cave, that first one that you guys were in. About 15 feet down the corridor, just around the bend, you start to hear a rattling of one stones that have been kicked, followed by a strange rattling noise, which sounds to you vaguely like dry wood clicking against itself. Um, as I hear this, I kind of like look down the hall and I... Uh, I put my hand on number nine, and I, I, I feel as though I probably can't push her, but I point towards the wall and, like, try to get her to understand to hug the wall. Uh, I turn and, uh, notice what you're picking up on, and I will do so. Okay, roll stealth. Yeah. Uh, she's gonna hug the wall on one side, and I'm gonna move to the other side, and then I'm going to put my finger to my mouth. Forgot I had disadvantage. <laughs> Leroy Clankins. Uh, that is a six plus two. Eight. You're doing great. Originally, I rolled a 16. Oh. It's okay, because I will just virtually disappear with my 28. Oh, did you get down off my back? Oh, 24. No. Did you, did you say so? I didn't say so, but I imagined mm, during the long... Some might say that you're still on my back. <laughs> some might. Some might. Did you guys draw a weapon... Hey, if you guys didn't say yes. you drew a weapon, then you're not armed. Hi, welcome <laughs> welcome to the toxic days of D&D. Um, uh, I never edited in the sound effect of my crossbow going back in my arm, so yes. Nice. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Very nice. As you guys take position on either side. Rayesk draws his weapon. Yeah, Rayesk, you see, uh, as you peer around the corner. It's a 24, not a 28. The first thing you see is this bony arm ending in jagged, wicked, digited talons as it slowly comes out of the darkness and in a strange facsimile of movement, it crests the corner and it's not moving like a person would it doesn't feel like it's supporting its weight correctly it's alien and strange and upsetting but it comes around the corner 
and you see the rest of this skeleton, this backward knee bent, bifurcated, two arm, two leg, hyena headed, but no flesh comes around the corner, and as its head crests the corner, you see the disturbingly dim, but just enough light to see, like, something glowing in the sockets. There isn't much light because of the storm outside and the rain falling, but lightning flashes, and you get a good look at its face. But it stops. As the light happens, it comes to a stop, and it just peers forward and stops moving. Stock still. No more noise. I don't think that's a lore. Fuck. Go ahead. You say that out loud, I assume, because you did it in the voice. Uh, it it twitches and looks toward the side of the room that you know, or to, toward the side of the room that Nine is on. Fuck, that's two bad rolls. It, it I rolled have a, advantage, and I rolled a four and a seven. It doesn't have an actual great perception, but it rolled a sixteen, so it jerks its head toward you, and you see that it starts to come forward. Right. Uh, does an eleven hit it? Sorry. Uh. 12 hit it? Yes. I was going to say, I imagine it has shitty AC. Yeah, it's kind of slow moving. So did I, but... Point one's not even moving. No. Just staring up at it. Just sta- standing on the, like sh- standing there in the middle of the room looking up as a knife sinks into the side, or a, sorry, a backsword sinks into the witherling. Uh, how much damage did you do? Uh, 10. How hurt does it look? Um, it looks dead. Your backsword enters into its ribcage, and you twist it, and it snaps off. Like, its whole upper torso snaps off and lands on the floor. And you think, sweet, and then its arm reaches out and tries to smack at you. Sick. Uh, Well, technically, I'm still on my attack. It is. If you have another round, you can hit it before it gets you. With my bonus action, I reach behind my back and pull the dagger out, and slam the dagger up against its, uh, like, armpit area, doing, uh, two more damage. All right. Uh, it, just enough. So, it, you cut it in half, it falls to the ground, it tries to swipe at you, you pick, you grab its arm before it can hit you, and then you just give it what you would normally give a fatal blow to anything. Both of these blows, fatal. This one, however, when you do it, you twist it and you slam it into the rock and it, and it crumbles into a pile of bones. I, uh, remove my, my backsword and my dagger and I sheath them both. Good job. I I nod and go, Unsure if that's a good sign. I don't think it is. We should probably go after him. Mitch, what was that persuasion roll you rolled? 20. Dirty. Dirty 20. As uh, you, you see her, she doesn't even, like, respond. She just starts to, 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 to laugh. <laughs> and she starts to turn and the sitting in the cage now very silent you just see the the big null the moment you try you will have to come close and i will kill you both i dare you i thought he said my name for a second i was like what the fu- oh wait no hang on never mind all right we're good we're good <laughs> who the fuck is this guy how do you know me hey you did say there were humans in there too right yes there are three other cages there are people there they okay. don't look good. One of them has been lying stock still. Doesn't look too good. He's probably dead. Yeah. Adaru has demonstrated he doesn't care about the people a long time ago. Oh. That's right. I, I did forget about the people. So? so you, well, they're dead now. There's no way Adaru's going to let these people survive after hearing him fucking make plans. Yeah, that'd be silly. Um, yeah, I kind of figured. So I will take this one. 
and you will continue to urse up against these cities and towns with your your creatures and your red ones. The only thing that the old ways demand is that we cause as much suffering as we can. Do you have any last words? Adarius has and he turns towards the one in the back in the cage. For you interloper, no. But for her, you have condemned gnolls with your actions. People like you will always send us to hell. It's where we want to be! <laughs> uh, she says something in that toxic, disgusting language. Once again, bitch, you are based in nature and the utterances out of her mouth. Primally, you don't like. As somebody who is tied to nature, there is a heebie-skeebie about the words she uses. And I need you yeah. to at least understand it. So, no, I, that again. I get that. I ain't happy with anything she's doing. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative as she says this, and the remaining skeletal warrior goes over to the cage and starts to pull at it. You see that the bars break or start to start to wither and crack, and the knoll inside starts to stand up, and you realize this is the biggest knoll you've seen yet. My initiative was crap. That's gonna be an eleven. Sorry, 12. All right, guys. Here's the way I'm going to do this. I need to start up this fight. Uh, go ahead and roll your initiatives. You guys will find him on... You guys will show up here on round two. Does that work? Oh, we're, we're actually going in? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you choose to. On, on round three, you guys are coming back. You will find him. Whether you get involved or not, these are the initiatives that you'll be entering on on round three. Fuck. Well, sounds like we're off to a great start. Mitch, you rolled a 12? Yeah, baby. Risk? Seven. Eight. Fucking four. Fantastic. That's a nat one, by the way. Way to go, bud. You rolled a really dirty good. Mitch. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a dirty Mitch. Yeah, baby. Okay. So, initiative kicks off. The front of the cage gets cracked open. And immediately, the big knoll inside charges forward. The skeletal knoll starts swinging uh, immediately with one claw as the uh, cage breaks. It misses. <laughs> it misses uh, real bad. It gets to try twice. Second one's better. So he's going to go ahead and make a hit. He does four damage to this knoll. That's going to make it the hyena's turn. The pregnant hyena just sort of shuffles into the corner of the room and stays out of the fight. It doesn't look uh, too excited. Adaru, it's your turn. Alright, so I've got a skeleton breaking into a cage. Is the cage open at this point? Cage is, is busted open enough for them to start attacking each other, yes. They're, they're in a squabble, right? And yes. then I've got the uh, the psychopath old lady, and then there's there's a hyena. Yes. Uh, there is going to sprint forward, shifting as he do does so, and uh, he's going to make a reckless attack. I'm assuming that a 23 hits the old witch. Really? Here, I, 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 but I just moved your pog over to the guy. Yeah. So let, I'm, uh, real, I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little taking the back. I feel, yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel lied to as your dungeon master. I feel there, manipulated. No, there's, reasons. there's, there's reasons. All right. Yeah, it hits. Uh, there charges forward, and as he does, he shifts and he drags the scimitar across the old witch's torso, dealing. Six damage. Betrayal! Nasty, shifting, rodent, mutt. I seek the unraveling of the plague that is in this land, not the addition of another. 
vile, unnatural witch. <laughs> you watch uh, the knoll just reaches forward, rips the rest of his cage out, grabs the skeletal knoll by its face, slams it into the ground, and turns into a pile of bones. Fatality. Ah, the old bone pile. That's familiar. The old bone pile. Dusting off an oldie but a goodie. Uh, and then he goes ahead, so he rips what's left of himself out, and he flanks the witch with you. You stupid witch. You always make the wrong choice. This is why you can't lead. Uh, that's gonna be the top of the round. Oh, wait, sorry. It's gonna be her turn. She, realizing that she's in trouble, is going to disengage. And she runs out of the room and down the path. Out of the room and down the path to grandmother's house she goes. Over the river and through the cave to summon evil demons from hell, I'm pretty sure. Yep, she runs and cream. Berries and cream. I'm a little lad. Berries berries and cream. I don't know why any of that was here, but all right, here we are. So as she as she runs away, the knoll turns to you and he says, "We can't let her get to. She has help down the river." Then let us finish this and speak nothing of what was said here. Deal. I don't know if I'd call that a river. Maybe a brook. I don't know how how much does it battle. You're not here to discuss cartography with a knoll. You think he knows? Do you think he knows the correct terms? I'm in My- character right now. Listen, what voice did I talk to you I with? don't care. It dang sure wasn't no Reyes. Just because, you, just because you step Jeff. out of character doesn't mean you get to be God and show up and talk to anybody you want. Okay, so, top of the round. That's going to make it Reyes' turn, or sorry, Adaru's turn, because everyone else is dead, and the hyena doesn't count. All right, so we're going to... We're going to play a nice classic game of fuck a witch up. I think you're going to do a witch way gag. That's what I think. Mm. So, Adaru, in predatory cat fashion has seen a fleeing thing and is going to make it not be a thing anymore. Um, sure. I'm going to take off after her, and the plan is to tackle her to the ground. Okay, uh, you can do that. She did not make it far. Disengage only allowed her to get like 25 feet away from you. That's going to be an 18 athletics. Uh, t- uh, they're opposed, aren't they? That's the thing. Yes. Uh, so you, you you give her the good old... Uh, who, I don't know football. Who's the guy the who puts people on the No, no, it's a leopard pounce. Oh, okay. There is short and she's tall, so he's gonna like springboard off a wall to try to get some altitude and just take her at the back of the neck. You jump, and then you basically have to jump off the roof so that you don't bang your head. You like flip, jump down from the roof, and na- nail her to the ground. Like a full on double like flip thing. It's super cool, it's very anime as fuck. And you pin her to the ground. Just Aaron I, fucking Donald, that guy. I yeah, believe so that she- I don't get a bonus attack because that's not an just attack fucking action. Troy right? Paul no, it is. Okay, I wasn't sure. Uh, then it's going to be hatchet time. It is still considered an attack. It is still considered a melee attack, which so it qualifies. Okay, it's going to be hatchet time. That's going to be reckless because I've min-maxed, which is good because, boys, I would have had a four, but instead I got a 16. All right, stab her. It's going to be six more damage. Okay, six more damage. Uh, and you, a day just growls in her ear. You wish to be in hell with your lords, then I will send you that. All right. Uh, it, as you say that, uh, right on your tail is this other knoll. You feel a, a claw on your back. She is mine. And you feel a strength pull you away. Oh, uh, yeah, this is my kill, damn it. I got here first. I'm gonna roll to hold on. Nobody takes this kill from me. Alright, so what'd you roll for strength? What'd you roll for athletics? That's gonna be 30-20. Fuck. Okay, uh, you see, you feel him tug on you, and, uh, as you guys grapple, and he tries to, in his frenzy 
And you know Nulls are aggressive. Like, it's hard to get them off the scent of blood. You feel him pull on you, and he's very strong, but he cannot... Ooh, he gets close, but not quite enough. She's going to also try to break free of her grapple. So give me another athletics for her. 18. Okay. Uh, you manage to stay, stay and fighting with him. It's top of the round. It's your turn. So uh, I, I stop her from fleeing? Yeah, you do. You manage to stay in. He is now trying to pull you off because he wants to kill her very badly. Uh, but it's your turn, top of the round. Third round. That means that you guys are coming in on your initiatives here. Um, there is not raging, which means he's clearer of mind than he normally is in these engagements, and that's good for him because there's witnesses that need to be dealt with. Um, there is just going to say, she's yours, finish your business. And there is going to go back to those people in the cage and finish Jeez. his business. Okay, uh, he, he, he bodily let, like, not only do you swap places, but he practically throws you off, and you hear a scrambling and the scratching and clawing in the dark as you move back into the cave mouth. Uh, it's going to take your whole round to essentially move back to that cave. Yeah. But uh, you go ahead and do that, and that's going to make it their turn because you guys rolled real bad. Uh, they're going to go ahead and fight each other, I guess. Jesus. Uh, a lot of ineffectual scratching and scratching. Oh, they have two attack teeth. Okay, that's much better. So they both hit each other for six damage. Nine. It's your turn. As you move back into the cave, you guys start to hear... Over the sound of the water as you come back to the river, you hear the sound of a scuffle up ahead. Uh, Nine, you have to cross the river. We'll go ahead and put you guys right here at the at the river mouth again. Uh, did you leave point one behind? No. Okay. Point one's right there with you. As you come to the mouth of the water, you can hear fighting further into the cave over the sound of the babbling brook. It's getting very loud. It sounds like two things. It sounds like cats in a bag, uh, <laughs> but worse. Yeah, I'm definitely moving as far forward as I can before, you know, I run into this scuffle. So do you just go through the river? Yeah. As I stated before, the river is strong. Go ahead and roll me a strength check. Or athletics. Man, that fucking dice. Shit's heavy. What the fuck is athletics? That's metal dice. Yep. Yep. Oh, there it is. That is a ten. Ten. Uh, nine. As you go... As you go down the this the river, it gets deeper, and the rainwater coming in gets heavier, and it catches you. Your foot slips off a stone, and just before you would get back out of the water and go down another path where you hear the fighting coming from, uh, the water catches you and slams you into a little bit of a narrow secondary cave that goes downhill, and you basically become a big ol' warforged dam against this babbling brook as you are wedged between these rocks. That's going to be the end of your round because you're basically pinned. Oops. <laughs> Rayisk. Yeah. Is there any options for me to move through this without? Yeah, bro. You can climb on ceilings. Turn? Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, I'm going to make this one a disadvantage, though, because these rocks be slippery. Okay. So athletics to climb. Yep. Well, let me tell you, I'm not going to roll any lower than that. Or I will roll the exact same thing <laughs> twice. <laughs> you ever roll two twos back to back? Sure. I don't climb. I don't climb on this thing. Uh, so you try to climb, and then you slide, and then you basically get caught in the stream because you fall into the water. Without proper footing, you immediately get swung, but you just run into Nine. Just just flat against Nine's chest. Oh, yeah. Oh, hi. Uh, you were immediately followed up, slamming into your chest. It's point one. <laughs> uh, Risk though, because th you got carried by the water, and you just sort of failed a movement check, you still have your action, if you wish. Um... And a bonus action. Sure, whatever. 
I don't give a fuck about those. Uh, those are your problems. Uh, <laughs> uh, can I try to get out of the water? Yeah. As my action. Yeah, you can do it. Nine has made a very solid dam, and even though the water's hitting you, you can you can get out of the water. I ain't gonna make you roll with that. Yeah, I'll, tr- I'll try to get out of the water, but before I do, I go. Race is gonna look at nine and go. Do you want me to continue? Yeah, go. You hear the the sounds of fighting coming from up the corridor. Corridor needs our help. I nod and. I use my action to get out of the water and move whatever amount of movement that is, and I'm going to actually use my bonus action to hide. Okay. Uh, not a lot of place to hide. You're in a tunnel. It's, once again, a short yeah, roof. Yeah, I mean, it's just a stealth. Yeah, you, you're, I'll, just I'll, stealth. I'll just say you kind of stick yourself to the roof again because the stones stop being wet when you go in here. And ten feet into this corridor, you come around a, a slight bend, and you see two gnolls trying their best to kill each other with their bare hands. One is large and looks particularly it looks a little bit malnourished because he's like because he was in a cage but you don't know that and then the other one is just a smaller female who is underneath just kicking and biting and tearing at his face yeah i rolled 18 stealth yeah you're on the roof uh they don't see you in the dark i'm gonna stop you 10 feet shy even though you could move closer because i don't think you'd get closer yep adaru back in the Hall of the uh, the Cave of Wonders, the Cave of Oh No! What is my PC about to do? Clean up a mess. You're saving the civilians. Yes. Yeah. Would uh-huh. you could 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 Halor roll me a, a medicine check? Um. What uh? What civilians are there? There is a a mom and there's a, there's a, a probably dead guy and an adult and uh, two two younger creatures. Yeah, it's a, it's a human family, basically. It looks like uh, they got kidnapped off their farm, probably on the edge of town. The me- grown man looks like he's already gone. The woman is kind of despondent, crying, and there's a, there's a small boy staring at you from uh, 1K. Uh, just as a, a random side note, the, the diamond or, and or the body of point whatever, is that in here still? Uh, if it is, I'm going to scoop um, that up. Uh, if not... High or low? <laughs> Hi. It is. She dropped it when she ran. Shit, dope, sweet, swag, lit, fam, 420, yellow swag. Yeah, so, uh, Alor scoops up the remnants of point whatever, nobody cares, and uh, he moves across the room, and he's still got his axe out, and he uses his axe to break open the cage, and, uh, he steps inside. Down the path, two gnolls fight. Risk, you watch as they are tearing into one another. Ooh, hey, go little witch. Uh, the little witch gets back to her feet and gets the upper hand. She starts going for his soft belly. Tears into him pretty good. Uh, so what's... What does Nine do as these two nulls keep trying to kill one another? Nine, you're still kind of trapped in the tunnel there. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, continue to try to make my way through this water, I guess. Do I need to roll again? Yeah, roll strength. God damn it. Super rude. What, man? Man, that shit is so heavy. Uh, that is a 13. That's enough. You you, you p- p- pry yourself out of the water, you and, p- you and your little homunculus friend. And you come with your chest up to Raisk. Uh, sorry, your face up to Raisk because he's clinging to the roof. Seeing that Raisk has yet to act, uh, I'm going to put the arm up. Is it okay? Can I fire? Raisk looks down at you and nods. Rad. Looks straight at you, I guess. Rad. The ceilings are so low. Both nine and point one are gonna fire on these two nulls. Um, 
So the one behind the bigger one has cover because it's behind the smaller knoll. Which one do you attack specifically, I guess? The, the closest one to us. Let's just make it easy. All right. Uh, you can make this roll with advantage because you're coming up behind them. They're in the skirmish. Do it. Are you both of you attacking the same knoll? Sure are. All right. Fire! That's a 19. I don't even need to add for that one. Pull out the old table denter. Yep. Yeah. That is, that is a 19. And then what is... Hey, guys. Guys, I know that the metal dice are pretty, and you've been wanting to spend the money on the big one, but I want you to know that they are going to fuck up your table. You're going to have to get a little dice tray to roll in. Do it. It's important. He's got one. Been doing it's it the important. whole time. Yeah. He, he doesn't mention it. Yeah. I just want you to not just... You got to do it right the way he did. Yeah. You, you really got to know. Yeah, nine rolled Ryan's bravado ruined your tabletop. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, nine rolled a 19, and point one rolled an 11 plus four to hit. Uh, Arsh Colon Eater, this NPC that you never learned the name of, uh, it, her back explodes, and she gets just pushed into the knoll in front of her. Uh, as that happens, he puts his hands up in sort of like a defensive position, and he's like, are you with the... The other, the hot, the, the Kenorian, the, what is he? Halor? Yes. Kind of looks like uh, a cat, like a big scary cat. Allies. He says with a question mark, like he's really not sure. You're his ally? Yes. We are also his ally. We're asking if we can find a friend. <laughs> yes, friend, friend. You are primacy. Yes. Who's Rask? Him. I point up. Reyes flips down from the roof, ah! flips down from the ceiling, rolls in front of him, and already had the the, the back sword up and at him, and goes, Fine. He sheaths the sword. Where is Alor? Back in the cave. Reyes nods and points, as if to say, lead the way. He does. He, he doesn't turn his back to you. But he, he kind of turns sideways and shiv- shimmies uh, down the cave a bit. And you guys enter the cave. And uh, what do they see in the cave, Mitch? Well, I'm still shifted, which means I get advantage on medicine checks. Weird. That's a weird one. Y- yeah. Y- yeah. I-, I don't know why. You can smell cancer. I you can. can lick their wounds? I guess I, I can. And uh... antiseptic spit. Halor has the two children, and he's huddled over the top of them. Oh, oh that's a it's 21, a child and an way. adult woman. It's a, it's, a, it's a boy and an adult woman. Oh, I thought it was two children and an adult. No. Okay, fuck the adult. Um, Halor, Halor has his arm around the child. He's holding the child, and uh, as you come in, you just hear him finishing whatever he was saying. Remember, this is what your primacy brought to. Who can do better, but leave that behind. Just sort of like dumbly nodding at you. Uh-huh. You okay? I found some of the prisoners. This one is not okay. And he points at the mother. This one seems alright. And he sort of hefts the kid. And uh, that one, pretty sure dead. Have you seen point two? Oh, uh, is that your, uh, your familiar abomination? Yes? I uh, have bad news. It is broken. And Halor just unceremoniously... Sorry. Gently puts the child down. Then unceremoniously places the heap of broken parts and crap in Nine's hand. Oh, okay, that's fine. I can deal with that. Okay. I cast Mending. Sure. Uh, you guys start to hear a, a, a high-pitched uh, whining coming from the a dark corner of the room where you see a pile of uh, old fur and rags 
Oh, yes, and some sort of Saina sow. I don't know what the... Oh, what? Uh, large friend. Flesh yeah. eater. Yes. What is... Need we deal with this? No. And Halor just gestures apathetically at the hyena. Uh, you see that the the knoll, he ru- he moves quickly across the room by all of you, and he says, no, no, despite Arsh's problems, the hyena is under my protection. You do not touch it. It may have friend. children. What happened here? Mutiny. Why are these people here? They were captured by the other knoll. You work for the Primus, you know. Yes. You were sent here by the Inquisitors? To rescue the people that were brought here. Did you bring them here? I nod. No, my people took them. I did not. I was in a cage. I look over at uh, Halor for verification. It's true. He was in cage. Our friend here helped me. It was the one I assume is dead since he's not here. Since this is a weird interaction, can I get a passive insights from all of you? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen? Wow. Wow. That's easy for me to remember. It, it's just ten plus, right? Ten plus your bonus? Yeah. Yes. Wait, hang on. I have advantage, so it's thirteen. Sure. Sure. That, that's how advantage of passive works, right? You, no. Uh, uh, you do actually, ten plus wait. mod, and then you do ten plus mod again. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. You have an I have an eighteen. Yeah, that's right. The thing. Adaru, you you know this this person. Whether they were in the cage or not wouldn't have changed the kidnapping of these beings. Well, actually, that's not true. You suspect that they're alive because he was put in the cage fairly recently. This one is friend of supremacy. Yes? Yes. Hello, gestures to the null thing. Yes. I need help. There is more who worked for Arsh. Down the river, there is a shrine that they made. Then let us dispatch them. I would like to roll insight. Do it. When he says I, uh, that he is a friend. I look up when he asks for help, and I say, This is going beyond what was asked of us. 18 plus 3. Friend, that you get a lot from your insight check. Friend is such a wild use of the word. I don't know that that's accurate. But you do feel like he feels like you can help him. He feels, you you get the sense that he doesn't want to fight. And you do get the sense that he was on the outs with a lot of the gnolls here. He also is bigger, meaner than all the others. You suspect this guy was in charge until recently. So you think he's been more or less honest with you about most of what he said. But you also think that he's been a little cagey about certain questions. When you guys didn't immediately say that Inquisitor sent you, that you, like, did this, you sensed that he shut off uh, the information that he was saying in his answers. Who ordered the attack on the people? I. You? No. Uh, Tell you what. You have questions. It's obvious our relationship is rocky. Help me with one more thing. With the problem below, and I'll answer any of your questions. I agree we should help this creature. I look up at you guys and I say... We aren't here upon the request of Vivaldi. We're here because of Fowl. We've gone too far already. What if there's more people? I look up at this gnome. Are there? Yes, more people below. We go kill. We go, I don't save, help, help me. Inside. It's obvious, Lie. He just wants your help. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I Reyes. mean, if it if it doesn't beat my passive insight, I'm very dismissive. As you guys talk, Adaru, the language that Arsh spoke sent chills down your spine. Yeah, and she talked about demons and shit. Yeah, I, you, I ain't digging on you, that. You, you feel a thrum of energy that comes from below and to the east. It washes over you, and where that sent chills down your spine, this touches your soul, and it leaves a greasy imprint. Nine, you feel nothing. Rayisk, I need you to roll a wisdom save. And don't worry about that, actually, because I'm going to use my first story point. Rayisk, you fail a wisdom save. Rayisk, as this thrum of power washes across you, it calls to you in a way that you've never felt, and you need to know what that feeling is. Uh, yeah. And because I used a story point, it's time, guys. I It's been three fucking episodes and I haven't done it yet. You all get your first story points. Go ahead and click the inspiration button. That'll be the little section we use for these. Hey. This is it. I had to shoehorn it in because you guys have been such good players that I haven't needed it. That's not true. I forget things. I'm a bad DM. I forget my own house rules. Fair enough. Risk. your eyes glaze over. Maybe it's the drugs that you took, but your ability to sort of resist compulsion, not the best right now. But your eyes sort of glass over for a second, and it's almost like the time that you take geish powder. But you start to... Without really thinking about it, your feet start moving toward the river again. Yeah, I I would go wordlessly if I feel compelled. And I think, because it's only almost like the feeling, my my skin would darken. Sure. But uh, not completely go to jet black. When Reyes starts moving, Adairu pipes up. Yes, I agree, most definitely. It's time to go. Let us go, new friend. Let us do all of this. <laughs> we agreed. I will help. You would need it. Okay, but I want him in the front. Uh, roll is fine. Intimidate nine. I don't know what that skill is. <laughs> we have. I, I oh, pose it. We, <laughs> we have him move in front. I will move behind. I trust him. He trusts me. You trust me. Yes. But we yeah. go now. What a nine roll. Eight. <laughs> me, me, and your friend Halor together. Yes. Fine. You guys move. Uh, you get to the river. Rayisk, I have not stopped. No, Rayisk is already at the river as you guys finish this yeah. this talk. Rayisk has already made it to the stream. Uh, do you just go? Yeah, just glide into the water. Sure. Uh, like a like a partially aquatic creature. Yep. Just slide into the the water, making as little noise as your your sort of namesake, and you are quickly carried Speaking downstream. Of, it's kind of wild that you, you made him roll against the water earlier when he's like a water creature. He doesn't swim. Now that I think That's, about it. I mean, I do swim. Mm -hmm. but, but he doesn't have a swim speed. It's uh, fair. Fair. It's, it's funny that you point that out, because it's a thing. Uh, so, <laughs> he, he goes down. I've just been quietly laughing to myself, listening to the fish boy fail his aquatic space rolls, <laughs> and then succeed on all of his land-based checks. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> the irony is beautiful. So, as you go into the water, Rask, you quickly just go along with the current without trying to fight it, you can go down. You're just basically trying not to get bumped against stuff because it gets a little wild. Eventually, it dumps you out into a pool at the bottom. After traveling about 30 feet down this river, a circular cavern opens up, the stream circling along the edge and then falling into a pool that takes up the southern half of this 30-foot spherical space. 
Cobwebs have claimed the north wall. Upon the bank of the pool, a stalagmite and a stalactite have grown to almost touch one another. In between the two mineral towers, a small glowing stone can be seen nestled in the space between, a sense of power emanating from it. Behind this pillar, an effigy of bones has been constructed in the vague shape of a knoll, wearing a crude muzzle. Another knoll, similarly muzzled, breathes heavily and works on the totem's bindings while another bows and splashes liquid upon the gemstone. You have come down okay. into the water. Uh, go ahead and roll your stealth. We'll see how smoothly you do this. I described it as smooth, but maybe it's not. Dirty 20. Yeah, you're good. You, you, you're you doing the, the fucking gator coming out of the water thing. Yeah. The cold water is shaking you, you out of like the stupor a little bit. So you have a little bit more control of what you're doing. You still feel a strong pull toward the stone that is in the pillar. And you can hear your allies coming, kind of making a bit of noise moving down the tunnel. Um... Does it look like I could get to the stone stealthing without being seen? It's dark. These creatures are operating on their dark vision. Do you have dark vision? I believe I do. Let me double check. Okay. And then right as you get to the stone, some yes, asshole skeleton fires his hand at it. They are moving around <laughs> back and forth. You have a stealth skill. You have a great entryway via the, the pool. So yes, you think you might be able to do it, but there's a luck to it because if they turn at the wrong moment you will be open to their view right it's about timing and all that so basically come down to that good d20 roll i'm gonna go ahead and establish my dc let me say in order to get all the way to the stone uh you need to roll i'll say a 20 to do it clean well i mean i did already roll a dirty 20 stuff you're going a little bit above and beyond to get the stone I will make you roll again. Normally, I would not. Okay. I also, I also just want to perceive the stone. What do I know? What can I? What am I looking at? Does do you want me to roll a perception? Uh, you notice if you that no, uh, you can't really pick out other than it seems to glow with a little bit of a light. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's do this. I guess. Let's make another stealth roll. Jesus, where did the die even go? I totally beat that. As he does that, I'm going to go ahead and say you guys move damn near to the entrance of the cave. If you guys want to stealth in, go ahead and give me stealth rolls while he does his. Uh, the the knoll said big fight words, so Halora is going to put away a scimitar, and he's going to equip his shield that he hasn't been using for a while. Sure. And he's going to attempt to stealth, but, you know, water and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang back, but I will whisper down to point one and the recently resurrected point two. <laughs> go on ahead. Stay quiet. Like them. Okay. Okay. They both roll a 16. Jeff, what'd you roll? Well, I rolled a 16, but I get to add 7 to that. Okay. So. All right. Um, so you sneak up, and uh, you get your hand on the stone, and you, you grab it, and you realize the stalactite doesn't have a lot of strength, and you could pull it out. As you get close, you see that it's basically a prism-shaped shard of purple stone that has dark veins running through it. It's unlike any crystal you've ever seen, and it seems to thrum or pulse with an energy that you've never felt before. Something about this energy, though, like I said, is calling to you. Yeah, I don't understand it. I will let you roll a will save at this stage if you don't want to take it. I mean, I think I would... I think I'd try to roll a will save just so that I could have my own sense of mind. I, 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 I've I guess given it to you. You can resist and, like, yeah. I brought you to the room. Um, that's a 16. 
Uh, you you don't f you you can fight this compulsion. You kind of get a hold of yourself. It's a gemstone. You know you can do what you want now. Um, does it does it feel dangerous? It like I said, it feels strangely inviting. There's yeah, there's a part of you that feels a connection to it. Um, if I feel some sort of connection, if it doesn't feel or look like anything that I know to be dangerous, like if I can roll an investigation, maybe if it doesn't seem like it'll harm me. Mm -hmm. And I've now broken into my own will about it. I might. I'll probably still take it. Okay. Uh, the rest of you guys. What did you guys roll for stealth? Sixteen. I think all of us. Both of them. Just about right. Wow. Cool. All right. So sixteens. You guys come to the mouth of this cave. You see what I describe, but you also see that Reyes has climbed out of the water and he reaches out and he grabs the stone and yanks it out and then slides back into the water. As he does that, basically the the, the pillar. When the integrity gets corrupted, it makes a cracking noise. It starts to, like, crumble a little bit. The one pillar cracks into the next. Uh, one of the gnolls makes a bark, and the knoll behind the pillar by the totem is alerted and gives out an eldritch cry, and he turns and sees the rest of you in the room. Reisk, you kind of disappear back underwater as you roll really good on your stealth, but they see enough to see everybody in here. The one immediately looks over and pushes the totem over. And the gemstone flashes, the totem falls, crumbles, and pitches over. As the effigy and the stalactites collide, you see the dense patch of what you could only describe to yourselves as living darkness rolls out of the effigy across the area, swiftly spreading out, but coming up full stop at the water's edge. As the effigy collapses and the gemstone flashes a muted red light, before both the bones and the stone go dim, and the patch of darkness grows still, but then it starts to boil, like it starts to roil, like it's got a simmer going on. Three strange colored glows begin to emanate from the dark along the floor, and rising from it you see three obsidian colored fleshy forms stand up. Their skin is bumpy, but smooth like a toad's, and they hunch like mutant apes with elongated arms ending in wicked nails. All along their faces and bodies you see jagged cracks from which light struggles to escape their forms, each one glowing a different muted shade, purple, orange, and blue-green light, which seems to be pushing against their flesh from within. They open their maws, filled with massive teeth, in front of a pure void, and move as if making a guttural scream, but no sound escapes. And that was a lot, so I'll go ahead and let you guys have a move action as you guys roll initiative.
Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Atheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayask, Ryan Santos as Number Nine, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. I fire magic missile of the darkness. Good call.